Digital is the future, and we are that future. Touch HD. Guys, this week, and more especially this morning, we are unbelievably privileged because I have finally got hold of my best boyfriend of all time. It's David Higgs. He's so many things to so many people, but we're going to reveal all today. David, hi. Thanks for joining us on Touch HD. Oh, absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> for those of you who don't remember who David Higgs is, and I'm sure there might be one out there who doesn't, David is the architect of many a brilliant restaurant in South Africa and currently the best, best, best head honcho at Marble and Saint restaurants in Gauteng. You are just amazing, and I don't want to blow too much smoke because it could get boring, but... Tell me, when David was a little boy, did you ever envisage being who you are now? Well, there's a question I've never been asked. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's funny how life just takes, uh, takes different routes when, you know, when certain sort of events happen, you know, and, you know, um, growing up in Walfus Bay, this little tiny fishing village and, uh, and doing the basic, the basic good things, um, like, like going fishing in the morning before school, <laughs> you know, just like the, just normal the stuff. Simple, <laughs> the simple, the simple things, and I and I sometimes long for that that simplicity in my life. But there's no no way that I, I would would even think that I uh, I would be uh, in 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 Johannesburg in the big city um, with two of the most incredible restaurants uh, with they an incredible, incredible. partner. So, <laughs> so David Higgs was born in Wolfers Bay. Yeah, well, not born. I was born in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, straight away went up to to Bay. So I spent the first ten years of my life in Bay. and then back to Cape Town, and then back to Cape Town. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. when did you decide that you wanted to be a chef, or that you were a chef? Um, uh, so basically, what happened was um, I did my military service, and when I came out of the military service, I, you know, like with with a lot of us, we just we just had to find work, you know. Um, yeah. And. Uh, and somehow, I don't know, somehow, I literally, I got home, um, about a week later, my mom couldn't take any more of me, and uh, <laughs> I, was, I was walking around in the Cape Town foreshore, and uh, I went to all the Protea hotels and all the Southern Sun hotels at the time, and asked for, you know, for a position as a, as a manager, or a trainee manager. What? <laughs> quite cheeky, quite cheeky, really. But yeah, so they, they, you know, they had these positions going for, for, for youngsters, and and I walked into this, uh, the Kilbach Hotel and, and uh, the chef there, Mantra Chalk, at the time said to me, listen, my breakfast chef is on leave. Um, you know, can, can you find uh, it? Yeah. Can, you, can you cook you know, at all? So I said, look, I was, <laughs> I was a chef in the army, which, which he knew within the next half an hour I was absolutely talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I, you know, you do these things sometimes out of desperation. And uh, I, I was just lucky I, I fell into something that I, that I, that I loved. So you went into the kitchen under the terrible auspices of being a chef that you weren't, and you made ghastly breakfasts for how long? I for a year, and and I tell you, it was probably one of the best years of my life. I I was looked after by the team, um, you know, unbelievably well, um, uh, and a lot of those women that that worked with me in that kitchen at that time, um, twelve years later, were working with me in my first business that I opened, you know. 
And and those, uh, those women are the, are, the, are the women that that saw me through those tough times, and they could see I was out of my depth. They knew what was going on. You know those uh, those those old school uh, <laughs> ladies in those kitchens. They run the kitchen. Girls you know, we know think that we run sort the of stuff. They and, run the kitchen. And for my female listeners out there, it's not difficult. I promise you. If you saw David Higgs, it's very easy to look after him and to make sure that he's okay. He is nothing short of seriously smoking hot. So. You left there and went to where? I I left uh, the Tilburg Hotel and uh, and joined Bill Stafford at uh, what they called then the Queen International, which were um, four restaurants and, and a bakery and, and 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 various other bits and pieces. And and that was in the waterfront. It's called Piers and Piers Edge, a mm. beautiful restaurant on the waterfront. And mm. uh, I joined Bill and and worked with Bill Stafford for for seven years at that time. Uh, and then another three years doing doing sort of large scale catering, industrial catering, and that kind of thing. So I was just lucky, you know, with cooking, with, when it's an apprenticeship, anything that you do with your hands, whether it's a boilermaker, chef, whatever, it's the people that you work with that teach you, you know. And, and yes. if you don't work with anybody that that knows that knows what's how to going cook, on, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, um, so I was just very lucky. Uh, Bob was British Chef of the Year in. I think it was 85, 86, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, you know, and then he came to South Africa and I was fortunate enough to, to work with him for, for 10 years of my life. And he well, you know, it. it's interesting you say that because, as you know, I I don't really go to restaurants other than to Marble and Saint. Those, <laughs> those are my restaurants. It's like my dining room. And I've noticed often when I've been there that you do exactly the same for the guys and girls in your kitchen. You're with them all the time. And that apprenticeship thing is such a big thing in my life. I feel so sad that South Africa has lost its apprenticeship status. When I was little, there were boys and, and girls who couldn't really do their stuff at school. And not everybody's yeah. academic. Exactly. And, a, and a lot of those kids went and joined Mr. Edwards down the road who owned a plumbing business and yeah. Mr. White up the road who owned an electrical business. And I tell you that today they are far more successful than any of us are. They did, they did their Absolutely. apprenticeship. They got down and dirty at the coalface. They learned how to do their ply their trade. And they didn't go and burn down universities and things where they couldn't, they couldn't do the learning and they couldn't afford the fees. So they went and did a trade. And yeah. and cooking is a trade, and as like you say, you were fortunate enough to be an apprentice in some super duper yeah. chef's kitchen, and I noticed yeah. that you do exactly the same for your guys at Marble and Saint. Yeah, I think you know the. the I mean, I'm not in the kitchen as much as I used to. Uh, yeah. You know, at some point you also need to step back. My role is slightly different. Yeah. However, um, I need to be in support always. You know, and, yeah. and the guys know that, and 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 I think. You know, someone asked me the other day, what, what do you reckon is the success of Marble and of Saint? And, and you know, there's restaurants opening all the time, and, and you know, well, why, why are they not, you know, more yeah. maybe why aren't they doing as well as they should, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. And and the biggest thing there is that, that we are at our businesses, you know, we, we are. whether it's myself, Gary, or, you know, we are at the business and, and in support of our staff, you know, and I yeah. think, I think that, that, Keeps uh, keeps us consistent for sure, and uh, I think also and, that you've taken you've taken service levels at Marble and Saint to the next level in South Africa. I have not been in another restaurant in South Africa, and that is categoric. I have not been in another restaurant in South Africa where the level of service is what it is at Marble and Saint. Your staff especially, are especially amazing. With, 
you know, I, I think, Gary, I think the important thing there is, especially with the volume that we, you know, yeah. I mean, we, we're serving in excess of 600 people a day in the two restaurants. And, yeah. uh, and you know, I think, you know, whether it's the, the, the level of the food and, or the level of the service, we're consistent and we do it at the highest level possible yeah. for what we do. No, know, and, and that's important, you know. It's hugely important, and it's very tough to keep that. I know it, Norman Goodfellows. We pride ourselves on service, but every now and again, the wheel falls yeah. off a lorry. Yeah, absolutely. Every now and but again. But we're human. But, but Marble and Saint are not human. They are absolutely operating <laughs> at Batman standards. I mean, you're really, really no, delivering look, I mean, we do, like you can't believe. We do make mistakes, you know. Like, we, we, we rely on a, on a team... Uh, um, and whether it's myself or, or maybe one of the, the managers, the supervisor, the chef, you know, we, we all have our bad days, you know, yeah. and something slips and, and that's how it goes. But it's how yeah. we fix that and the relationship they have with our guests exactly. that, 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 uh, that we can fix it and that, that'll keep well, people coming back. Marvel and say just a massive success story. When did Marvel open? Is it three years this year or four years? Four years this year. Four wow. years this year. And, and Gary sat on the, uh, sat on the concept for two years before that. So, I mean, Marvel is, Six seven years in the making, and um, you know Gary traveled the world and and uh, and had a look. He's never opened restaurants in his life before, and uh, he came back and he was adamant to to open something that was that was world class. You know, and it's but very I, rare yeah, it's, that, you get, that you get presented something like Marvel with a name, a concept, and everything, and saying, you know, are you keen? That's yeah, it's just really. a marriage made in heaven. It's just really, really, yeah. really worked. And yeah. and more to the point, I phoned you today because. David, Gary, Dino, Vickers, the whole team. Every day there's something new and innovative that's coming out of Marble and Saint. And two weeks ago, I think, I was invited to go and join you and your team at Marble for Seven Colors Sunday. And that's what I wanted to speak to you about. I just think it's so cool. Who came up with the concept of Seven Colors Sunday? Look, it's a a conversation that we had uh, amongst ourselves. Um, um, my very good friend Greg Maloka and, and Brenda, we we were literally sitting around the table. As as most conversations go, having a good glass of wine, mm. that's the most most good ideas. Uh, I know to, uh, it's the mother the of form, all right? invention. hundred yeah. percent. And uh, and we just we've always wanted to do something in the neighbourhood for the neighbourhood, and, uh, and 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 it came it came together quite beautifully. And, and essentially, what we what we're wanting to do is to. To get families into the restaurant and get families sitting around the table um, enjoying a, a good hearty meal, which it is, and, uh, and 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 then to listen to some very chill Sunday music and bring the kids and and and, and relax, you know. Well, that's so, exactly so that's what it was. Idea. I mean, it was really cool. I think I came to the first one. Yes, and it did. Yeah, the color was sort of pink, and we drank pink bubbly, and it was <laughs> jolly delicious. Yeah, and we ate hearty food, which is sort of one of your trademarks. Yours yeah, is- the seven colors. You know, I mean, seven colors is such a South African thing, you know, and, and essentially what, what we mean by seven colors is obviously all the vegetables that are on the, you know, this beautiful assortment and, 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 and lay, spread of food that's on the table with yeah. all these bright colors and, uh, and so forth. And, you know, uh, Carrie, the very next weekend, um, last Sunday, um, was the most children we've ever had in this restaurant in, oh, wow. in the three and a half in the three and a half years that we've opened. It was, it was quite special. Every single table had uh, had kids on them, and, and that was that was really special for me because that's really what we want, what we were trying to achieve. It is special because you need to also. I remember when we were little, it was such a treat to be taken to a restaurant. There weren't yep. that many. 
I think yep. it was the odd spur or longhorn or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Shea Andre or something in Norwood, whatever <laughs> it was. But we used to go to restaurants as a matter of complete and utter treat and indulgence. Yeah. And I think that Marble must be such an exciting yeah. venue for a little girl or boy to be taken to on a Sunday for lunch. It's a good idea. Absolutely. Do you remember? Do you remember the days of of the buffet? You know, yeah. The, the, where the kids and the kids get so excited because all the puddings are like lined oh. up. At the end of the, the buffet, but you've got to eat all your, you all eat your healthy your stuff peas, yeah. <laughs> before you get any pudding. <laughs> I mean, and we don't see that anymore. We don't, no. You know, kids don't get excited about food anymore. No. And and we need to make, people need to get excited about food. Big time. And we're better to get excited about food than at Marble. But I mean, <laughs> I just, I did actually look at it and think, what a fantastic initiative. There's too much instant everything. There's Uber yep. Eats. There's Mr. Delivery. Yep. There's the Pizza Hut down the road. There's all Kids never, ever, ever. We used to be so excited. We used to go to restaurants on birthdays and high days and holidays sort of thing. And yeah. our parents would say to us, um, we're going to the Longhorn for your brother's yes. birthday. Like two months ahead of time. And we, yeah, would, yeah. we would count the sleeps until we went to, and we would decide what we were going to have. And we would yeah. think about what we had the last time and how delicious it was. It was the most massive treat. And I just think that what you've done at Marble, it is a re it's a it's a big people's restaurant, and yep. it's a very big treat for little people to go there, and the food Absolutely. is completely and utterly delicious. And more to the point, they can actually see David and his team cooking, which is so Absolutely. brilliant. Hey? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Mm. Then tell me another thing. When I was there for Seven Color Sunday, which really is everybody, you need to go online and have a look. It is online, David. I assume it is online. Yep. Um, Just keep an eye out on the social media as well. Yeah, Seven Color Sunday, and it, the day I was there, there was the most absolutely to die for lamb that we had that day for lunch with veggies yep. and David's famous chips and salads, and it was just really, really delicious stuff. But the thing that blew my head off was my darling boy's puddings. Are you a secret sort of closet baker? <laughs> what did you have? Which pudding? I had lemon meringue. Oh, yeah. No, it yeah, was look, the I mean, best I, I've ever had my in my big, whole life. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest problem is that I've, I don't have patience for desserts, but I love desserts. And, and um, so I always try and, I mean, you know, some of us like decadent desserts, others like less, less sort of mm. sweet, and so it's always a, it's always a balance. But it, you know, I think it's important to finish a meal off, and especially a meal like that with, uh, with a little something sweet. And uh, yeah, nothing better than lemon meringue well, or I'm, lovely orange sago pudding. That's, oh that's my god! Delicious. So we all had at our table. We each took a different put, and yeah. I, I just, I don't eat dessert really. As a matter of course, I love cheeses yeah. and things. But I looked yeah. and. It was almost a year since my father died when I was with you for lunch. And his favorite thing in the whole world was lemon meringue. So I ordered that. And it was without a doubt the most delicious dessert at the table. But the rest of them were also completely gorgeous. You had you had really comfy things like sago. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I don't think sago anybody's had sago pudding for a million years. What made you think yeah, of sago it's pudding? Delicious. Oh. It's delicious. Just yeah, I think that's my days of being in boarding school. <laughs> uh, we used to call it uh, Malkos or Frog's Eggs. It wasn't like yes. Sega, but it was all these different different names that, that they gave it. But um, yeah, I just love that, that, oh. uh, that tapioca Sega no, kind, of a, kind of vibe. It's beautiful, yeah. 
Yeah, so is that sort of what you're going to aim to do, Seven Colour Sundays, is all those things that maybe Gran made for you when you were little or maybe Mommy makes for it's you It's exactly now. that. Yeah. It's exactly that. You know, food is probably one of those things that, that takes you back to your childhood the most, you know, mm. uh, the smells, the sight, the, the exactly. you know. And, and, and more than anything, just to encourage just conversation um, with family, with friends. It's amazing how many people then start checking the tables next to them and, and yeah, and that's something that food does, and it's really yeah. something that's it's, it's very close to my heart. You know, it's like, yeah. we don't sit around a table as a family anymore. You know? We don't. So, Sundays yeah. were absolutely Sunday roast, one hundred percent. You were not allowed to make arrangements. You had to be home for Sunday roast. Exactly. And more often than not, Granny and Grandpa came as well. Yeah. And I think, I hope. I, think, I guess that's where the Jewish community got it so right with, with Fridays. You know. And that's, uh, with Shabbos and, and, and you know, I mean, it's, yes. it's such a beautiful thing. You know? No, and you have no to excuses. enforce it. Everybody has to be there and bring your friends along. And yeah. I remember being at the at Shabbos when I was in the army here in Joburg and I was, you know, obviously you know, a boy from Cape Town and stuff, I didn't really know uh, <laughs> the Jewish community that well. So um, I was at a, at a mate's house and I had a, I think they put a tea cozy on my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they were praying or I, I can't yes. remember the, the, the yeah. whole ritual, but yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, very special. Very it's special. it's definitely time, and I think it's brilliant that people like you and and Gary and Dino, because you are sort of pioneers and market leaders, and certainly owners of two of the most successful restaurants in the country. It's really good to try and inculcate those old habits that should die hard. Yep. You know, they really should. Yep. We need more family time. Absolutely. So, guys, if any of you have got, is it every Sunday, David? It's every Sunday. Yep. And you do need to book because marble is very popular. And, and I think that Seven Colour Sundays, not only is it gorgeous, but it's inexpensive. I mean, what, what's the going? It's 300 rand? 300, 295 rand for, yeah. uh, for just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful meal, you know. Um, and, and it's hearty and it's good and it's, it's, it's not fancy. It's just really yeah. good food. Well, it's gorgeous. I mean, you can't be making any money at 300 rand a head, but you, you're trying to inculcate <laughs> no, those no, family values that we need, yeah, you know. Exactly. We really, really exactly. do. And it's just yeah. huge kudos and hats off to the three of you for coming up yet again with something innovative and something new and just something deliciously, David. Thank you. So thank you so much, my sweet man. Carrie, thank you so much for the call. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thanks for everything you do for the South African community. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Digital is the future, and we are that future. We are. Touch HD.